What's up guys, it's Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and welcome back no. to another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views, let's get straight into it. Thoughts on the celebrations after the Minnesota Timberwolves play-in tournament victory, which puts them at the 7th seed, they will face the Memphis Grizzlies in the playoffs, it'll be a fun young series. Um, honestly, with all the crap that that franchise has been through, they are the least successful franchise in the NBA. They deserve to celebrate like that. They're getting clowned on social media for celebrating, oh, it's a play-in game. But honestly, with the way they played, they deserve, they deserve to celebrate like that. They came back from a big deficit against the Clippers, who clipped again, and they, they, they deserve that, to celebrate like that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the big deal is. I think that there's... A certain level of cynicism around the Timberwolves, uh, I think, targeted at Patrick Beverly, who, you know, if you're on the opposing team, you hate him. But if he's part of your team, you love him. Yeah. So, you know, he's that kind of everything player. He doesn't do a lot of things great, but he does a lot of things He had a big well. impact on the defensive end. Cat had a really stinky game. He had a horrible game. Stinky game. Cat had a but, bad game. But Cat fouled out. D'Lo and Edwards stepped up big time. 28 for D'Lo, 30 for Edwards, won them that game. Yeah, I mean, look, I agree with you. The, the Minnesota Timberwolves as a franchise have been bad for no, a No, they're the time. worst franchise in NBA so, history. you know, and you have, you know, ownership there. You know, ownership well, to Glenn, be. Glenn Taylor is leaving. Ownership to be. So Alex Rodriguez was in their audience, you know, cheering on. And it's a big deal. It's I mean, huge. it's a big deal for them. Do they? Is it? I don't. I think the 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 road stops here. I don't think they're going to beat Memphis. They won't. But if they can at least make it competitive and win at least one more than one playoff game, they can put themselves in a position to establish a winning culture. I think. Just to add with that, I think it's time for um, Carl Anthony Towns to step up. No, they need to. All right. So stop talking about your games. If if you want, if they have any chance at somehow causing an upset, he needs to play well throughout that series. Okay, let's talk about some of the other playing games that are going to happen. So we got Atlanta, who won their their playing against mm-hmm. the against the Hornets, who played an awful defense. They stink, but now yep. they move on against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Who do you have for that? Um, I'm going to take Cleveland. They look like a more balanced team. Atlanta just look a bit. I'm not sure what it is. They look disorganized. They need something else. Atlanta are that one piece missing. Um, was it the right move for them to trade Cam Reddish? I don't know. Yeah, but he hadn't played. He went to it to the Knicks and played like yeah, three games. Yeah, so but maybe it was. I, I don't know. But they need something else this offseason. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure if they need another young guy in the draft. But they need something else. They were one, they're one or two pieces missing away. Their defense, they've got good pieces everywhere on the court. But they're just missing something. I think Cleveland are that little bit better. Darius Garland had a great game despite losing, despite them losing to the Nets. I think they can they can pull off the win and go into the playoffs. Okay, so I'm going to say upset here. I'm going to say it's Atlanta, merely because Atlanta's been here before. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to even get very far, and they got very far last year. Yep. Um, I think that Cleveland's still young. They don't have a lot of the playoff experience if you look at the roster up and down. And, you know, I think they kind of stuck it against Brooklyn to be in the situation that they're in. I- I'm going to say Atlanta on this one. Um, so next one, New Orleans versus the Clippers. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the the Clippers on this one. I'm gonna take the Clippers. Uh, you obviously don't know what's going on. Tom, Paul George is ineligible. Oh, play. okay. He's so protocol. Okay, in that case, I think New Orleans is. <laughs> oh, taking now you're changing. It. Yeah. Oh, in that in that case, New Orleans is taking oh, okay. it. Okay, good for you. <laughs> you changed well, your mind. Well, the only thing I was thinking, Paul George put up 34 the other night. 
against um, they still the Timberwolves. Lost. And they still lost because yeah. they blew a lead. Yeah, so. I, I'm still going to stick with New Orleans in this one. I think New Orleans is playing with a lot of swagger. Mm-hmm. I think Willie Green should be look, given an extension of his contract. Look, There's a I'm, lot of things look, going on there. I was very vocal about their trade deadline. So you have a hat sitting on a plate uh, and yeah, you're ready to eat. I'm, eat, I'm eating crow okay. about that McCollum trade. Yeah. I thought it was a terrible trade mm-hmm. um, for, honestly, both parties. Yeah. It didn't make sense at the time for both parties. No, but it makes sense. For, for New Orleans, it makes a ton of sense because now they're actually saying to Zion, look, we're winning for you. Stick around because we got pieces for you. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, Draymond Green and Steph Curry believe that the 73 Warriors – we're the best team ever. Do you agree? So the as, win Warriors. Yeah, as, as the Bulls said, it don't mean a thing without the ring. You pulled off one of the most historic comebacks in the Western Conference Finals, then proceeded to pull off one of the most historic chokes in the Finals. Curry was, was average at best in the Finals that year. And it don't mean a thing without the ring. If you can't get it done, you can't get it done. It's as simple as that. The Bulls' 72-10 team will remain the best team in history. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I think he's got a right to think that that 73-win team were one of the best. I don't know the best ever. One of. Because you're the best ever when you win the championship. Yep. And Draymond Green should talk. He got suspended in Game 5 that led to the Warriors collapsing in Game 6 and 7. Yeah. So, go figure. You gave you had a 3-1 series lead. And you blew it. So you can say you're one, you know, one of the best teams with that record. But I don't think people care anymore. It is the regular season that people don't care about anymore. Yeah. People want to see what you're going to do to playoffs. So this is a cautionary tale for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Who had one of the best records this year. Right? This is their best record in franchise history, right. I think. So what do you do now? You have the best record They this need year. to win. You need to win it they all. They need to win the championship. Because if you don't, you're going to be considered one of those teams with the best record. Okay with Clayton Kershaw getting pulled whilst pitching a perfect game. Not really. But but Dave Roberts probably had his own reasons. I mean, he doesn't want... Ker- like, Kershaw is how old? 34, 35? He played an, a, a perfect game, but I just feel like he he could have he could have had that perfect game. What how how many perfect games has there been in MLB history? Mm. Not many. Right. So I think that may have been a historic So moment, this is Clayton Kershaw's quote on that. He said, "Those are selfish goals. We are trying to win. That's all we're here for. I would have loved to have stayed, but big but bigger things, man. Bigger things." So he was pitching a perfect game. I mean, look, at the end of the day, he's Wait, not Where did he get pulled? When did he get pulled? Well, I don't know when he got pulled, but he was, you know, obviously at that point, I think he was up to 80 pitches. I believe he was. Yeah. Who knows? It doesn't stay perfect for long if somebody gets a hit or someone gets a walk. Yeah. But I, I kind of agree with the fact that Dave Roberts knows how to manage his team. And at the end of the day, he's looking at the bigger picture, which is if he's going to blow Clayton. Clayton Kershaw's had injuries the last three seasons. He's been signed to a one-year contract yep. with the Dodgers. It's not like he's been signed to a long-term. And, you, I mean, it's not the case anymore where pitchers are going complete games. Pitchers doing complete games in baseball is unheard of now. Yeah. You know, pitchers going six innings, that's a that, that's 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 an achievement. So I, I get the fact that it's about the individual stuff, but this is a team sport, and Clayton Kershaw's trying to be a team player with that very politically correct statement. All right. I think the next one. Yep, you take it. I'll put the ring on thing. We're finished with that. The next one we're looking at is... Ba-da-da-bump. Okay. MLS wants $300 million in broadcasting rights 
and the ratings are currently low. Does anyone care? Look, the MLS, it's a weird league to me. Um, there is a niche in, um, in American sport that's going to follow MLS. Because it's not a bad league by any means. It's, but can it, it... I think for the MLS to actually boost up ratings, they need homegrown talent. They can't no longer rely on um, what, fading stars like Rooney, Gerrard, Lampard... Uh, Ibrahimovic for how good he was, even though he was great in LA Galaxy. Beckham, those guys, they can't really rely on getting those, like, those over-the-hill superstars anymore. They need to develop from within, and that comes down to American soccer as a whole. They made the World Cup, and Pulisic is leading them, but I think American football as a whole needs to look at itself and go, okay, what's wrong here? Why aren't we getting the talent? America... American football is pay to play. It's not cheap to go to an academy in America. Whereas in England, they they streamline the process. They streamline the process process for prospects. That's why in English football is a religion. So and they're getting prospects out of an assembly line. So they can't. I think for MLS to even consider, I'm starting to build its profile. They need homegrown stars. Okay, so. It's soccer in the States. And soccer in the States, and being from the States, was not something big. I can remember growing up and they had, you know, guys like Pele with yeah, the Cosmos. That was a Beck- big deal. And Be- I'm pretty sure Beckenbauer was there as well. Right, and, but, and George Best at one but point. But again, that was, that was a, a startup league that folded very quickly. Yeah. The MLS has been around over 25 years. Yeah. But no one would really know this. Unless you're an actual soccer fan. Yeah. And I understand homegrown talent. But when you have so many other sports on the schedule and other kids are growing up, you know, in the UK particularly, that's 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 religion. That's what you know from the start you from the time you're born is all about football. But I don't think it's the same here. But that doesn't stop the expansion. So in nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, there were ten teams. Now there's 29, so nearly three times well, as many Well, a lot teams. of... Uh, they've had a lot more teams in Canada. I know, but they've also had a lot of teams in the States. Yeah. This Team FC, this Team FC. I think the expansion's good if the fan base can continue itself. Well, there are there are really good fan bases in the MLS. I can mention uh, fan bases like the Portland Timbers, the Seattle Sounders, Toronto FC, Montreal Impact. Those are really good fan bases. I know, but I think the talent there that's... I think the overall... Talent's getting watered down with the expansion. I think they got to... It's not just expansion. It's not just expansion. Most of the top players in American football are going overseas. Christian Pulisic plays for Chelsea. Of course. But again, that's where the money's at. Yeah. So you can't be sitting there asking players who are good in the States to go stay where they are when the UK's offering more money when MLS is just sort of not there yet. I don't think they're that good. So I think that they're asking for $300 million... That's a lot of money yeah. for broadcasting. When I don't, I don't see the, I don't see it. I don't see no. the, 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 I don't see the interest. The, the interest like isn't. It is interest. A, it's, isn't a niche, there yet. it's a niche. It's a niche, but it's, it's niche. not there. It's not at that main rate. Support the Padres for the unwritten rule after a bunt attempt with the Giants blowing them out. God, the Padres. Like, can we just stop with this unwritten rule stuff? It just, it's so petty and it's so like. It's so, like, it's such a non-issue. Stuff like this is going to keep watering down the game of baseball. No one cares, especially in the younger generation. Nobody cares. 
So, can we just stop with this? Because it doesn't... It, no one cares from my generation. Okay, so... It was 9 nothing in the third inning when, when this is all happening. You know, the Padres obviously were getting blown out. And then suddenly you had, you know, manager Bob Melvin shouting from the, you know, from the dugout to the Giants dugout. Was ang- you know, in anger off a, 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 a bug base hit during the game. And then, you know, Gabe Kapler has come out and said, you know, we can't stop. You know, we can't stop the movement of the game just because someone doesn't like the fact that, you know, these things are happening. And you know what? I'm not a fan of Gabe Kapler as a manager, but I agree with him here. You play the game to win. You're up 9 nothing in the third inning. Is that, that's, that's, that's not your, your fault for wanting, wanting to win. That's, that's the other team's fault for being bad. Not good. Yeah, I, look, I, I, so, I understand. It's the third stop inning. It. If it's 9 nothing in the third inning... You still have six. The Padres still have six and a half, six innings on to get to finish the game and try to come back. It doesn't make and any. So, I, 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 I don't was, know why if, they would look, think that. Look, look. If it was the bottom of the ninth, I maybe understand. But this is the top, like what bottom, top like of the, the third. Of, it's like the middle of the game. Let's say it's a. It doesn't. Game. It just doesn't. Who cares about the unwritten rules? This is the type of stuff that's going to keep watering down baseball even further, even because of even coming out of the lockout. So stop it. Right. No one cares. All right, next one. I'm looking at this one. Okay, it says here, impressed with the Pelicans winning the play-in. I am impressed with them. I think they look they look really good. They've got a core. Um, Eddie Al- Alvarado's come out of nowhere from the Ooh, G that League. Guy. He's come out Eddie of nowhere and got, got himself a four-year, $6 million contract in total. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's He is a fan favorite. Brandon Ingram's showing the potential that he, he showed coming out of the draft. CJ McCollum's been a great pickup for them. Yep. Willie Green, as you said, might I'd say deserves an extension. I think this is a team that could maybe maybe win two games in the okay. playoffs. Yeah. So if they may, if they win against the Clippers. So um, yeah, I believe that they'll beat the Clippers tonight, which is Friday over there. I think that because of Paul George's absence, I think that doesn't bode well for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, I was throwing, we were both throwing dirt on this franchise in the beginning yeah. of the season. Yeah. This is before we knew that Zion wasn't going to play at all. Yeah. And then they made the move they made to get C.J. McCollum in, and he's been, he's been the X factor on that team. He's brought in some veteran leadership. He knows what it's like to play in playoffs. I think that helps a guy like Brandon Ingram, who, you know, let's face it, you know, has, has been part of the franchise, but I guess, you know, needs to get elevated with someone else on the team. Yeah. And so... And this is the most support they've received since the Davis years. Yes. So, you know... I'm impressed. I think Willie Green should get, you know, the interim coach tag pulled off. Yeah. It should be... Give him the permanent give him position. Because he was able to Look, change things. if you're going to establish a winning culture in a football town, this is how you do it. Well, they fired Alvin Gentry. They got yeah. rid of him because it wasn't working. So, yeah. obviously, they bring Willie Green in. He's changed things. I believe that, you know, the sky is up. Whether or not Zion wants to stay, different story. There's a lot of talk about whether or not he wants to stay. We'll see. How much to take from Portland management to publicly indicate that they will work with Damian Lillard? I'm like... We will work with you! Very vague statement. You are our superstar! Very, very... D-Lil, stay with us. Very vague statement. I I don't... I I really don't want to... The If the Pelicans were my whipping boy in the in the middle of... In, at the start of the season, the, the Trailblazers have been the second, and now they're the main whipping boy for me. Like, the 
it just seems like they don't they don't really care. They're just throwing out ad hoc statements saying, okay, we'll work with Damian Lillard. Okay, we'll help him re- rehabilitate whatever injuries he's had so we can get him back to that level. He's 31, 32. He's older than that. He's, he's 32, probably 32. He's, he, he's running short. How much time do you have left to build a championship team around him? Yeah. Yusuf Nurkic can't play much. He's injured. He's still limited when he gets on the court. Mm. Who else do you have around those two? Really? Robert Covington? Really? Robert Covington doesn't play there anymore. He's gone. And well, so is Norman Powell. They're both playing yeah. the Clippers. So, where the... Like, where's the direction with this team? So... Where, what do they do? They just seem to be walking along aimlessly yeah. like a walker from The Walking Dead. Okay. Like, what are they doing? So, I think it's... Management has to be playing the game here. And they have to say the right things. If you're a Portland management, you're not going to say, holy cow, we've had a, a horrible dumpster fire of a season with a first-year coach in Conti Billups that never coached before. And we didn't know who we're bringing on the lineup because God tell me who those guys were. Well, at least and so, at least have a vision. Yeah, but At least so, have something. When you have no vision, you've gotten, really, you've gotten draft picks now. You can hopefully do something with that. But is that enough? It's not. And so, no. you know, if, if I'm Damian Lillard's here, I say... Get out of Portland because it doesn't look. The franchise good. doesn't. It, the franchise, in my opinion, the management's probably being talked to by ownership, and I think the own, ownership is tired of spending money. I think they want to blow it up again. Start over. Yeah. And right, and if you're Damian Lillard, you want a ring. You're gonna start over with that. And honestly, I think it's benefit mutually beneficial for both parties. Lillard can can say, "I don't want to run from the grind all I want," but it gets to a point where you're just it. It's. I, if he stays, he's going to become the Larry Fitzgerald of the NBA. Mm. He's going to. Okay. Was Greg Popovich, Popovich mm-hmm. justified in saying that retirement question is inappropriate? So, look, this is during a press conference. Look, he's justified in saying that. The media will say what they want. I think they've, they've been speculating Pop's retirement for years now. <coughs> look, look, he's going to hang on for as long as he can. So I think it, he is justified in saying it, that's in a, that is inappropriate to ask, but this is the media; they'll ask whatever they want. No, I disagree. I think it was perfectly appropriate. This is the third season that the Spurs have been knocked out. They just, you know, they, they you know, this is this is a franchise that's been very proud, and a coach who's got the most winning wins of any NBA coach active right now. And he has uh, benefited from being in the playoff in the playoff scheme. Let me finish. And so now, it's a natural question to ask. It's, what's bringing you back? Because the Spurs are in transition. And they're yeah. not the same team that they were. They're look, not getting those big draft picks that they look, were. The Spurs, they, they, they actually have some type of vision that I can see. DeJounte Murray has had an outstanding year for them. They've got a really promising prospect in Josh Primo waiting for them in, in the starting lineup. They still have guys like Jakob Pertl they can develop. So, and they have Jock Landale. So, if they can nail on their draft picks, because their scouting department is fantastic, yeah. I think if they na- nail on their draft picks and start to build in those middle in the middle of the first round, which is where they're going to be sitting, yes, I think they can start to reform their future a little bit. If it's with, with whether if it's with or without Pop, I mean, again, it's not. I don't think it's inappropriate to ask the question. He's been there twenty six years. They're going to come back for a twenty seventh season. And, like I said, excuse me, the franchise is in limbo. And so it's a question you have to ask. Yeah. Oh, excuse me again. 
All right, NHL playoffs. What are the intriguing matchups? What now, are the matchups that are intriguing? Let's look. Yep. I have it. So I, I'll highlight a couple teams. So I've already highlighted the... the um, I've, so one of the intriguing matchups that I see here are the Capitals and the Hurricanes. This is going to be a really nice matchup to watch. Uh, the Hurricanes are a team that has to do something this year. This is the year where they can where they can finally say, yeah, we have to make noise. Uh, the Capitals are a team that are going to be like, mm, let's see what we can do because... There's there are pieces. I was expecting them to break up the Russian four last off season. None of that happened. They re-signed Ovechkin to a elite money contract for a 36 year old, uh, which he deserved. Still, uh, the Rangers will also face off against the Penguins. Another cool matchup. I think I like that because I think it sort of is an indication of does the torch get passed to the Rangers? Because the, yeah. you know, the Penguins are an older team now. They've been yeah. through it. Well, this so. is the Penguins' last chance. This is it. This is it. Malkin's a free agent this offseason. So they have to do something. Uh, speaking of teams that have to do something, the Florida Panthers against the Bruins. Bruins have been kind of uh, middle yeah, of the road yeah. this year. Panther, the Panthers have to do something this year. Speaking of another team that's going to get... Uh, the Sabres I, are in, aren't they? No, wrong. No way. The, uh, I'm just looking at the East right now. Maple Leafs. The Leafs oh, will boy. face the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, You're boy. losing. Oh, You're not going to win oh, enough. Oh, You're not winning a playoff series against Tampa Bay. Uh-oh. The, just pack it in. Didn't they just play them last season? That uh, another team that really has to do something is the Avalanche. They've choked in the second round, but they're playing against pretty much a softball opponent without any sort of depth. In the Edmonton Oilers, yep. uh, it's this is probably the most intriguing matchup to me in the West. The Blues versus the Wild. The Wild have to do something. The Bull, the Bill, well, they the, got the Blue. Andre Fleury. They got him for that yep. reason, right the, now. The Bill, uh, the not the Bills. Blues? The Blues are sort of a sleeper team to me. They can. They've got a new goaltender in Ville Husso, okay. um, and Vladimir Tarasenko is still here, so they could do something. Uh, then. The Flames and the Predators, I think that's going to be, that's the Flames series to lose. And another one, another intriguing one to me is the Kings and the Golden Knights. So, um, I feel like the Golden Knights have to, they have to do something this year. This is pretty much, this is pretty much their last chance. This, this is pretty much their last shot. We'll look, the last thing, we'll look at the last thing here. Uh, Baker Mayfield, does he have a reason to be feel disrespected by the Browns? Of course he does. If you're paying, if you're giving up that much draft capital for a QB that's going to start ahead of you, plus giving him opening the vaults for him, considering all the stuff that's surrounding him, of course he has a reason to feel disrespected. Um, I of course he does. Yeah, I, I suppose so, but I suppose at the same time, now you can be quiet because it's over. Like, you know, he can feel as disrespected as he wants to feel. But if I'm Baker Mayfield, now's the time to shut up. Yeah. It's over. It's done. They disrespected you. What do you do about it? Shut your mouth. Perform on the field. Get We're still up. there, though. Get We're... picked up by somebody. Because somebody, you know, we, we talked about this. The, the window's closing on who wants him. I still say there's a couple teams out there that need a quarterback. We know that. Mm-hmm. We know that we know that the Panthers are out there. I don't think anybody showed up for the Panthers from last season. Yeah, no, Cam is done. Peach, PJ Walker. Mm, I don't no. see. I mean, Darnold, Seattle no. still needs a quarterback, despite the fact they have Drew Lock. I don't think that's a that's a given. So there are teams out there, or you become a backup. Yeah. Or that happens, or you just become a backup, 
and shut up and hold the clipboard because they get paid pretty good money. Yeah, Mike Glennon. Okay. Yeah. The fact that he's been a quarterback for over ten years, holding a clipboard for the most part, and getting paid. So shut up, move on. Because if you keep talking about it, the more you keep feeling disrespected by the Browns, the less you're able to move on with your life. All right. The last one looking at here, Floyd Mayweather has indicated that he would pay an NFL team twenty million dollars for his friend AB to play. Is he for real? Floyd Mayweather says a lot of stuff. I don't think he's... I think he's just looking for publicity again. No! Floyd? Floyd's such a quiet dude. $20 million is a drop in the bucket to NFL teams. For for Floyd Mayweather, that's that's change he'd lose out of his pocket and wouldn't even realize it. That's like... And for NFL teams, that's nothing. $20 million. You know what? You know, what do NFL teams remember of Antonio Brown... Him walking off the field with no jersey, storming off for whatever reason. And that was that. Okay? Like, that's it. If I'm the NFL team and Floyd Mayweather says that, I'd be like, okay. You you know what Floyd should be paying for? The money up front. The money up front. You know what Floyd should be paying for? Antonio Brown going to a psych ward. Oh, well. He needs help. At the end of the day, if, 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 if if I'm the NFL exec and he says that to me, and I want, you know, I say, okay, he can play, but you gotta give me the money up front. Because buyer beware. Because yeah. if he bows out any time, I want my money. I want my full money. So I don't take a chance on that. I think Antonio Brown falls into that same class of wide receiver, like an Ocho Cinco, like a Terrell Owens, that just burned too many bridges and couldn't come back. Well, at least T.O. was actually good for a long time. Yeah, but he was a head case. He was and a head case. It got to a point where that was enough. Look, look, T.O. was a head case, but at least he was better than A.B. and Ocho Cinco. Come on. Yeah, but again, it said that whole diva business, and it got to the point where everybody had enough, and he got no more play time. And even he's reporting, he said he would be happy to come out of retirement and play. He's 44 years old. I don't think so. All right, that's it for our episode. That's it. Uh, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing two times a week. Yeah. Uh, and more NBA playoffs, not play-in, playoffs? is going to start. Playoffs. NHL playoffs as well. Not till next month. So we have some stuff ha- coming in the works. It's going to be interesting. And the NHL playoffs we just mentioned are the standings currently. Yes. Just as clarification, they haven't been set yet. Yeah. So things still could change there. Maybe, maybe not. So... We will see you when uh, the next episode comes. Bye.